the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off of your Shady Rays by using promo code SGPN. And then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win $500. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is... Wednesday, May the 3rd, currently 12.15 on the East Coast. Here to talk about some player performances from Tuesday night and as well get into our player prop bets for Game 2 between the Philadelphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics. But helping me to break it down, you guys know him as the newest voice here on the PropCast. It's got my guy Chris here with me. Chris, what's going on, brother? How you doing? You know what's going on, man. It's a beautiful day in the you know in the sports betting world, man. My Lakers got a win last night. I'm super excited, super stoked as I've always been. You know throughout the entirety of this playoffs, uh, it's like the like the cherry on top when your team is actually uh, you know doing well. Also, you know I've been a Lakers fan for a long time, and I can't say that uh, that we that we've been this great for you know a, a long time, especially excluding the bubble. So it feels good to you know just be able to you know watch the games um, on the East Coast. It you know got to stay up a little later, but uh, it's worth the sacrifice, man. It's worth the sacrifice, man. So I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? Yeah, I can't complain, man. It was a, a pretty good night in um, MLB and NBA last night. Um, fortunately for me, the over got to the window in the first half and the second half. Uh, or sorry, a full game uh, for the Lakers and the uh, Warriors last night. Those were my bigger bets. I also did like the Lakers last night as well. Like you mentioned, plus four and a half. Did like them on the money line as well. So Glad they came through. It was just a, you know, a kind of just based off the scheduling spot, you know, for the Warriors coming off that game seven, a quick turnaround. Teams usually don't do well in those in those situations. And uh, I mean, you mentioned, I think, the, and I've talked about this on the NBA pod as well, is that for this Lakers team, man, like since they made those trades at the trade deadline, you know, those guys have really been gelling well and they've been getting contributions from guys outside of Anthony Davis and LeBron James. I think last night was another example where you had a guy outside of Anthony Davis also step up in Dennis Schroeder last night, right? He had 19 points last night, um, hit the two clutch free throws to seal the deal for the Lakers in game one. So you know, there's been different guys all throughout the series against the Memphis. We talked about that, um, that has stepped up and kind of, you know, taking some of the pressure off of guys like LeBron and Anthony Davis. But you know, there's going to be one of those series, uh, Chris, and I know Lakers are your team expand on it, but Anthony Davis should have a lot of success in this series. I think game one, was a prime example of that last night where he had 30 points and 23 rebounds. Also uh, chipped in with four more blocks last night. Any thoughts on Anthony Davis from last night? We just need to keep him healthy at home, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> just what it thoughts, is. Man. <laughs> this dude is, uh, you know, I think, um, you know, just, I think it's been 19 straight games, you know, that he's that he's played, that he's laced him up for the Lakers. And, uh, right. you know, knock on wood, I'm always doing that throughout the day. Uh, you know, if we can keep him you know, in this form, man, you know, I won't talk about how far we could go, but I think, you know, I think we got some potential to, you know, reach the promised land, you know. So, uh, you know, hopefully we could just keep him, you know, keep him that way. Looney's a, a really good defender, but he's kind of a flat-footed defender. He, you know, is yeah. not quick off his feet. Mm-hmm. AD has the, you know, even with them being that tall, AD still has the size advantage. He has the, you know, the quickness, the lateral, you know, foot speed, and uh, can kind of beat him to his spots. And um, 
when AD's jumper's going, you know, as it was in that first half, I think he started something like nine for 10. And yeah. this dude is like, you know, you you really need that not to be going, you know, because yeah. Looney is a more physical guy, right? He uses wants to use his, you know, center, his force, uh, you know, to try to keep AD out the paint. And if AD, you know, with him is always a mindset, you know, if, if he wants to be aggressive and, you know, kind of attack the rim and, um, you know, not settle for those jumpers, he can be extremely difficult to guard. But when he's yeah. hitting that jumper as well, you know, then you're like, <laughs> I don't like I can't get, I don't know what to give up. Like, so. Um, I thought I thought that was the big piece for me, you know, because because Golden State came out, you know, fire and this team had hit 12 threes at halftime. And I was a little, little worried, you know, only a one point lead. But, you know, AD kept it kept it going in the second half. adding I think about seven more points and some other contributions as well. But AD, man, we, we just need him to be holding healthy, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's just what it is at the end of the day, man. I mean, look, he looked really good. Uh, he was in the right spots last night for the uh, Lakers offense. You know, like you mentioned, he was knocking down the jump shot as well. Um, points where he was, you know, around the free throw line, kind of in the paint where they were getting the basketball. And like you mentioned, because Looney's not the quickest on his feet, um, that AD was able to get to the baskets for some easy finishes. So, you know, like you mentioned, if, if this guy's healthy, um, LeBron's healthy, ish um we saw what they did in the bubble when they won the championship and you have those two guys healthy and arguably you know these are the two top five guys in the nba when they are fully healthy so um you always have a chance when you those two guys are healthy for you so there's no question about it i'm holding some significant laker futures so i'm with you i'm I'm with you chris i'm with your lakers i'm with skis lakers here as well so uh hopefully they they could get to the promised land uh but I, i really do feel i think the winner of this series it's probably going to advance to the NBA Finals. I know Denver has looked pretty good, especially in the first uh, two games against the Phoenix Suns. But um, there's just something different about this Lakers team, like we mentioned, since the post-trade deadline. Um, you know, with the surrounding pieces that are around AD and LeBron. And again, I mentioned this on the NBA pod as well, is that you don't have to rely on LeBron to go out and score 30, 35, 40 points a night like he was having to do so when he was with, you know, the Cleveland Cavaliers, um, when they made that run to the championship, or even when, you know, with, with Miami. So, Hopefully they can keep it rolling here against the Warriors um, and, um, you know, get to the Western Conference Finals and, and you know, then you're just one step away uh, from getting to the NBA Finals. But don't want to put the cart before the horse. Uh, Chris, any takeaways or any player performances that kind of stood out to you from the New York Knicks and the Miami Heat game? Obviously, you know, Jimmy Butler in game two for the Miami Heat, but you still had guys. Gabe Vincent stepped up. Um, Caleb Martin, 22 points for him last night. Um, and then the, on the Knicks side, you saw the return of Julius Randle. He had a good game. Uh, we knew Jalen Brunson was going to bounce back. But I don't. I, I feel like that for Brunson and Randle, I think those injuries are going to linger a little bit despite how good Jalen Brunson is, man. But any takeaways from either one of those teams from at least the first uh, two games? Yeah, from from a from a prop from a prop perspective, you know, I, I was kind of kicking myself just a tad bit that I didn't take Brunson live yesterday. Yeah, uh, you know, he came out after game one. He he didn't have the greatest game one. He he he, no. he put the blame on himself in the post game interview, and that you know that's what you typically want to see when you want to back a player. You know, them accepting accountability for not playing as well. Um, so you know, looking at him live, I, I can't remember how many points he had at halftime. You know, but he started the game off slow again, and you know, it could have been some of the injury stuff. Um, I also give a lot of credit to Spolstra. You know, if he this dude like continues to put his players in position to be successful, and what I yeah. what I saw, you know, for, so so I so before I jump on to you know from a from an X's and O's perspective, uh, Brunson really picked it up in the second half. They needed a big second half from him. And he yeah. I can't remember how many points he finished with, but I know whatever his live number was, it would have absolutely cashed, and I didn't play it. So kind of kicking myself over that. But from an X's and O's perspective, you know, 
the 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 Knicks, I think the the Heat understand that the Knicks aren't the greatest three point shooting team. So they're really just loading up. You see a lot of like, you know, like like almost like a box and one type defense and man man de- uh, man that has like zone concept defense because mm-hmm. they really want to force the Knicks to be able to make outside shots, right? If RJ Barry hits two threes in a row, okay, cool. We'll we'll live with him shooting four more because we know that the odds say that you know that's, that that percentage is going to drop and he's going to miss a few. So, um, you know, really what it seemed like to me is that you know uh, Spolstra had his guys saying just you know keep a man in front of the ball. And uh, we're going to protect the paint, but we 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 will we will live with the Knicks, you know, having to knock down some outside shots, and yeah. that's what you know ultimately propelled you know them to to get the win last night because they knocked a few down. I know Josh Hart hit the big one in the in the right corner. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Brunson hit two hit two big mm-hmm. ones, but you know if they're not able to knock those shots down, you know, it could be it could be a tough series, man. And I have no idea what's going to happen in this series, you know. I just I just don't feel like I want to back the Knicks after you know that performance last night and them barely squeezing by. I got a five when it opened, mm-hmm. um, so that cash. But yeah, uh, you know, just the, the lack of desperation. I know Julius Randle's probably not a hundred percent, but. I don't know, man. So I got a lot of thoughts about that game. You know, clearly, uh, you know, game three, I see them laying three and a half points going back home. Of course, the, the Jimmy Butler news is going to be significant, but you see him waving to the fans as is to say, you know, uh, yeah, we got you guys right where we want you. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting, you know, to say the least, man. I mean, it also almost feels like that it, it might play out for the Miami Heat as it did in, in round one against the Milwaukee Bucks, where they stole game one on the road. Game two, uh, we saw the Bucks bounce back in round one. I mean, there was, like you mentioned, there was a 100% opportunity for Miami Heat, even without Jimmy Butler, to win game two if it wasn't for the clutch three-point shots by the Villa, uh, Villanova Wildcats there uh, and Josh Hart and and um, Jalen Brunson, right? So, you know, we could be having a different conversation this morning with Miami Heat up 2-0, going back to their building on Saturday night in game three, more than likely getting Jimmy Butler back. I think if Jimmy – I think that if the medical staff would have cleared him I'll, I'll say this: If 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 Miami was down 0-1, I think Jimmy Butler would have played last night in Game Two. But because they got Game One last or in um in New York in Game, they got Game One. They already split it. Uh, they're like, okay, fine. You know, let's just give Jimmy the full week off. The next game, Game Three is not till Saturday. Gives them some extra time to rest, recover, get the treatment, and have him ready to go fully uh, or hopefully close to full uh, by the time Game Three gets around on Saturday. So. Yeah, we'll see, man. Again, I know the Miami Heat don't have the biggest, sexiest role player names, but those guys are getting it done. You mentioned it gave Vincent, Caleb Martin. Uh, Kevin Love has been productive for them in the minutes that he's played. I want to see more out of Bam, man. We The, the Miami Heat need more out of Bam, out of Bio. I know he had that triple-double, I believe it was a game five, I believe, against the, against the Bucks, but he needs to be a little more consistent. It seems like he's almost a little bit timid out there if, you, if you're watching him play a little bit, but, uh, you know, we're – fully know that he's capable of knocking down that you know 10 to 12 15 footer for the uh miami heat also can finish around the basket so i I think they need to get a little more out of um bam out of bio as well uh all right before we dive into our player props here for game two between the celtics and the sixers let me tell everyone about shady rays and shady may shady rays is teaming up with sgpn for shady may not only do you have an um, an amazing 50 percent off discount with using promo code SGPN. You also have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades and customizable snow goggles and much more. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Race offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses backed by lost and broken replacements. 
If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. And if you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. So go to ShadyRays.com. Use promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500 for the Shady May contest. All right, Chris, let's get into our player props here for tonight. I know it's only one game on the schedule, so we'll give uh, two player props each and then our best bet as well uh, for the game here tonight. Um, Obviously, the big news here, Chris, Joel Embiid does return. Um, I was hoping that he would have stayed out for one more game because I could have taken advantage of some more Paul Reed props. But nonetheless, the MVP for this year is back. So why don't you leave us off player prop number one for the game tonight, my man? What do you got? Yeah, player prop number one, you know, like you said, the the news, Joel Embiid said that he is going to, you know, be back, barring any kind of setback uh, after winning the MVP uh, yesterday, which is, uh, you know, pretty cool. Finally, you know, got one underneath his belt. Well-deserved, absolutely, of course, as well. Um, Let's go with uh, Mr. Marcus Smart. I think I'll start with Mr. Marcus Smart, you know. Um, Celtics already down 0-1 in this series, um, and this guy has been someone that's really taken advantage of – you know, not just the minutes, but also, I think, uh, you know, just just the the amount of attention that 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 uh, Jalen uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have been getting. So, uh, so rebounds, points, and assists. Uh, Nineteen and a half is what it is on Caesars right now, minus one twenty three. But mm-hmm. I also think it's playable at twenty and a half as well. And the reason why is because he's averaging twenty four uh, so far throughout the playoffs in in seven games. Nine and a half rebounds plus assists. And uh, points, he's sitting at 16.7 points per game. I like taking the full just because Marcus Smart is a Swiss Army knight that can go down there and do a little bit of it all. Yep. But he's over in five of the last six games, um, you know, five of the last six games. The only game that he stayed under me enough was actually a game where he only attempted eight shots. And every other game he's, you know, attempted at least 11 shots, and he's cleared his number pretty easily. I think he'll, like I said, continue to get the looks without – you know, with, with having, you know, Tatum and Brown, especially with those guys starting so hot, you know, hot as they did in the last game. Jason Tatum had, I think, 39 points, and Jalen Brown had, like, 14, I think, in the, you know, first few minutes of the game as well. Yeah. So it's going to create a lot of opportunities for, you know, the other guys, you know, Malcolm Brogdon, Derek White. But I think Marcus Smart is going to be out there specifically for, you know, his defense on James Harden, which they, they have to slow down. They can't let this guy go for 45 again and with Joel Embiid. Coming back, I don't think that he will. I don't think that he would, you know, even if uh, Joel Embiid wasn't coming back. But so I think, you know, his minutes are secured. I think, uh, you know, he 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 brings a, a level of toughness to the team that, you know, also keeps him out there. And uh, I look for look for Marcus Smart to go over. It doesn't have to be anything big, you know, maybe 12 points and, you know, seven, let's say 13 points and, you know, six assists and two rebounds or five rebounds yeah. and four assists, you know, so Marcus Smart over 19 and a half points, rebounds and assists from you, you know, I also playable at 20 and a half. Yeah. I was looking around and I was looking at this number. I thought, you know, maybe I've been a typo for the books, but um, it's not. And, and like you mentioned, you, you brought it up here. Like we know he's going to get the minutes. He's going to play at a minimum 30 minutes, right? He's averaging around 31.3 over the last five games for the Boston Celtics. Um, I think a lot of it is predicated on him, you know, knocking down the three point shot because, like you mentioned, you know, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum are going to get their looks. And that gives the opportunity for guys like Marcus Smart to find those open shots and hopefully knock them down. But 
Smart, we know he's good for at least three to four rebounds per night. He's had at least three rebounds in five straight games. He's averaging around 3.4. The assists are are always the thing with um, Marcus Smart, right? He's averaging five over the last five games for the Boston Celtics and averaging 17.4 points. So, I mean, we've seen in at least three out of the last four games, sorry, three out of the last five games, that Marcus Smart has scored 19 or more points for the Boston Celtics. So, you know, if he gets a, like you mentioned, a 15-point game and it gets those couple of assists, couple of rebounds, this number definitely should get over. And again, they're going to need him tonight for sure uh, if they're going to even up this series. So I think it's going to be a big team effort here tonight for the Boston Celtics. So I definitely can get behind that. Um, all right, for my first player prop, I'm going to go over to the Boston Celtics as well. I'm going to go with Jason Tatum over nine and a half rebounds here tonight. This one comes in at plus money. It's around plus 110, if I'm not mistaken, over on DraftKings right now. Um, game one, uh, Jason Tatum had, I believe, 17, no, not 17, sorry, uh, 11 rebounds uh, for the Boston Celtics. Um, they also finished up with 31 points in that game. He's averaging right around 10.1 rebounds per contest, but he's gone over um 10 or more rebounds in three of the last five games he's done in back-to-back playoff games for the boston celtics 14 in game uh six against the Atlanta hawks and like i mentioned in game one he did have 11 rebounds as well i think with joel Embiid back we will see a robert williams play a little bit more minutes but for robert williams he hasn't been i don't know if they're still being cautious with him or whatever the case might be or just based off of matchups but He's still averaging around 22 minutes per game. And I think for a guy like Robert Williams, who can dominate on the offensive, sorry, on the defensive side and grab those rebounds, they haven't been playing him that much. And I think the beneficiary of that has been Jason Tatum. So I think this is another game where he does have a good night rebounding the basketball. Um, I'm going to go with Jason Tatum over nine and a half rebounds at plus 110 right now over on DraftKings here, Chris. Couldn't talk you up, you know, if I like that, I always like taking, you know, somebody's rebounds because I expect a little bit more defensive intensity when they, you know, lost game one as a home favorite. You know, you know, desperation spot, bounce back spot, could not talk you off at all. You know, if I, I looked at this, so like you say, he's averaging 10, um, 15, 15.7 rebound chances as well. So um, could not talk you off. Like the Tatum look over, you know, over the nine and a half rebounds for sure. Uh, yeah, I think that. Like you mentioned, we're not going to expect a another 45 performance from James Harden or not have a, a great shooting night like he did. So I think the rebounding opportunities are going to be there as well. Number one, I also think that with Embiid returning, I think that the Boston Celtics should push the pace a little more and try to see where he's at, you know, stamina-wise and, and kind of still getting his legs back under him. And we've seen it throughout the season where, Number one, they like to jack up the three-point shot, and they also like to play at a faster pace. So that only leads to more rebounds, opportunities. And like you mentioned, that Jason Tatum does get them uh, in. Um, oh, sorry, Jason Tatum does get those rebounds for the uh, Boston Celtics. Uh, all right, uh, Chris. Before we continue here, let me tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes, plus plenty of ways to win with NBA, NHL, and MLB with their top player prop parlays. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. That's UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN. It's Kentucky Derby Week and the Notorious OTB brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network has all your 
triple crown bets plus if you leave a rate or leave a rating and review for the show whenever you get your podcast between now and belmont saturday on june 10th you'll be entered into a drawing to win a canvas canvas print of the wolves one of a kind fallen bob painting it's post time and again make sure to check out the notorious otb podcast over on the sports gambling podcast network for all your bets for the upcoming Kentucky Derby on Saturday. All right, Chris, let's keep it going here, my man. Uh, our guy Mitch in the chat. Uh, what's going on, Mitch? Uh, he said he likes uh, rebounds and assists here tonight for Tatum. So, yeah, right there with you, man. I think it should be a big uh, Tatum game here tonight uh, for the Boston Celtics. All right, um, Chris, player prop number two, my man. What do you got? Yeah, Mitch just stole it. He just <laughs> he, he just stole it. Um, you know, I, I love I love the line. Uh, I played it. I played it in game one. It's just something that he's historically done well against this team. You know, if he you look at you know the game one performance and he did he did have thirty nine points. That's that's not typical for what he typically does to the you know the Philadelphia 76ers. I think you know a tad bit of that has to do with the pace increasing without Joel and B being there. But this is a number that he cleared in the last game. Um, I think he I think he you know absolutely clears it again. And I want to say in the the four times that he faced him this season, you know, if he he's a three and one to the over on this number or, or something like uh, four. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but Tatum has historically, you know, played really, really well. Uh, we know that, you know, Boston, I'm, uh, Philadelphia, I'm sorry. Uh, ha- they have some pretty good wing defenders. They have some guys that can kind of stay in front of Tatum. But at the end of the day, Tatum's going to get to his spots. He's going to share the ball. He's such a high usage guy that you can just, you know, always kind of look at his PRA over and I don't think that he has the lights out shooting game, you know. I think this game's more like an under game, mm-hmm. which also makes me kind of want to target the rebounds plus assist line. Um, so I like the Tatum look as well. When I looked at it initially, it actually went up on a couple of sports books. It was 14 and a half, which, you know, you don't like that as much. You want to take the 13 and a half. And now, now I see it back down at 13 and a half. I like that number a lot. I'm not sure what Mitch got it at, but I absolutely love Tatum. Uh, 13 and a half. Rebounds plus assist, you know, I see it currently right now at minus 120. Uh, definitely shop around because I didn't check for, for the best book like I typically do for you guys. But definitely shop around. Take Tatum over 13 and a half points plus re, uh, uh, rebounds plus assist today. Yeah, he's done this in uh, 13 and a half. He's gone over this in seven out of the last eight head to head meetings in the regular season against the Philadelphia 76 with a 13 and a half. And then in the playoffs, just looking at his last five games, he's done it in four of the last five games uh, for the Boston Celtics. So couldn't talk you off. He's the guy that plays, like you mentioned, the usage rate is through the roof for Jason Tatum. The offense goes through Jason Tatum. And he also plays the minutes as well, right? He's averaging 40.2 minutes per contest so far, at least over the last five games um, in the playoffs. So uh, yeah, definitely cannot talk you off, man. If, If they, end up deciding to double him, you know, he'll get the assist. And I just talked about the rebounds for Jason Tatum. So it should be a big night for uh, Jason Tatum here tonight for the uh, Boston Celtics. All right. Player prop number two for me. I am going to look at Joel Embiid here tonight, but I'm going to back his assist here tonight, uh, Chris. Uh, I don't see, I I don't think that the Boston Celtics will, uh, excuse me, double um Joel Embiid here tonight but the numbers at three and a half right now and again it may depend on how many minutes he actually does play and if it does maybe turn into a blowout for the Boston Celtics that they're up by 20 plus points at the end of three quarters you may not see him in the fourth quarter 
But I still think that at three and a half, this is a number that Joel Embiid can get to. Uh, currently over on FanDuel, it's at plus 124. Um, and I gave this play out as well on the NBA pod this morning. But um, he's done this, and I believe it was nine out of the last 11 games um, against the Celtics in head-to-head matchups in the regular season. And I know he's only done it in two out of the last four games. Um, sorry, two out of the last five games that he's played in in the playoffs. Um, sorry, so let me rephrase that. So in the playoffs, he only had one game where he had seven assists. But going back to the regular season, like I mentioned against the Sixers, um, he's done this. He's had five or more assists in, I think it was like 10 of the 11 games. So I think, number one, that if they do double him, that's great. He'll get the assist opportunities. Um, but this is a guy that you know we know that can fill the basket, obviously scoring points. But for his assist, he's done it um, all throughout his career, especially since the 2021 season where he's gone over. He's had at least five or five or more assists in seven of the last eight head-to-head meetings. That's the exact stat what it was. So at plus money, I couldn't ignore it here, Chris. So over three and a half assists, plus 124 overall fan over Joel Embiid here tonight in game two. Yeah, it's a spicy, spicy one, you know. If I think, uh, you know, he absolutely could get there. Usage is going to be there, you know, for sure. And I also just feel like they're not going to bring him back if, you know, he could potentially not be, you know, one of the close to the best version of himself, you know, especially already up 1-0. Uh, yeah. if, you, if you play hard tonight, I mean, if you play in B tonight, after being up 1-0 and most teams come in there, you know, just to get the split, you're really going for the win. So um, it's going to be interesting, like you said, to see if they double. I don't think that they will, but he should have plenty of opportunities, you know, just based on his – his usage alone, um, and if Philly's still feeling it from deep, you know, if this, this could catch in the first half, yeah. they were all fired from the three-point line, so I couldn't talk you off, you know? Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's two player props each. Uh, let's get into our best bets here for tonight. Chris, lead us off, my man. Best bet for tonight for your player prop. Game two between Celtics and the Sixers. So super, super spicy one, you know, people right. probably going to be like, what is this guy talking about? Mr. P.J. Tucker. I'm on his points, rebounds, and assists, you know. If the line is so low, it's so tempting, I felt like I had to had to shoot my shot, you know. Hopefully he shoots some shots tonight because he didn't <laughs> shoot any in the last game. Uh, but nine and a half, you know, if it's the number, uh, it's actually plus money on uh, BetMGM right now if you get the number now. So, like I mentioned, he he's coming off the game where he didn't, you know, shoot a he didn't even attempt a shot, but he did have five rebounds and one assist in that game. So he had six without even taking a shot. Yeah. The dude played thirty seven minutes. I expect that to happen again. We know that he's going to, you know, he's going to be needed to be out there. Um, Jason Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, you know, defending those guys uh, before the last game, you know, and before game four against the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Uh, both of those games did not feature Joel Embiid, of course. He had three straight games with Embiid that he had actually cleared this number in the Nets series. And, of course, yeah. you know, totally different series. I totally get it. But in four games versus Celtics specifically, uh, you know, he has cleared this number in all four of them, you know, throughout the regular season as well. He typically – I don't know what it is. He typically just plays well. I remember the last game of the regular season when the Philadelphia 76ers were taking the game extremely serious uh, because Joel Embiid was trying to win MVP. <laughs> um, I remember him hitting a you know, couple late threes to give them the only win of the regular season that they got against this team. So, um, you know, this is a number that he could clear at halftime. You know, if I, I just feel like it's absolutely worth the, you know, worth the, worth the, uh, you know, worth the shot here today. Um, played at least 25 minutes in all four of those games. I, like I said, I don't think the minutes going to be there at all. 
Um, and I think, you know, just his, his what he brings to this team is something that nobody else brings with his ability to be able to, you know, hamper slower. It didn't really take, didn't really look like he was at all last game because Tatum and Jalen Brown played so well offensively. But like I said, I think this game, you know, is a slower pace. I don't think, you know, anybody has the offensive explosion that they had in the last game. Um, so I like PJ to make a couple shots, you know, maybe one or two, right? I'm not, I'm not asking for too many, uh, grab a few rebounds. He's averaging six, uh, in the, uh, playoffs and collect a few assists. You know, he's also averaging two assists. So give me PJ Tucker on a spicy one, you know, over nine and a half, everything combined, everything. I just need 10 tonight. Just, PJ Tucker. just do something, man. <laughs> just, just make with the a stick, three. You know? Yeah. With the stick, just do something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's it's definitely a buy low situation, right? I mean, we, I think the big story everybody was talking about, at least gambling Twitter, was you know we saw the memes, we saw the posts and stuff like that. Um, that he didn't attempt any shots, but again, like you mentioned, prior to the last two games, he just did it alone on uh, rebounds and assists. I know, I think it was a uh, game two, uh, game one. He only had um, seven rebounds and two assists, but he still had six points in that game. I, I think that when Embiid is in, obviously, like you mentioned that. He's going to get those looks from the corner, right? And I think that we saw that out, and I saw this a lot all throughout the you know the time that he was with with, with the Houston Rockets with James Harden there. That he was a master of that three point shot from the corner. Um, now with Joel Embiid back on the floor, I think those opportunities will be there for PJ Tucker. And also, you know, he's a guy that can you know get offensive rebounds and and put it back up. We're not asking for a lot here, man. This is probably so, it's it's very low. It's it's nine and a half, ten. Uh, shop around for the best number, but you know. It's definitely a buy low situation. I'm not going to say I'm not going to talk you off of it, but it's definitely, definitely spicy for sure. But again, you see the possibilities where he definitely can get it done for sure. I think there's no doubt about that. Uh, all right. For my best bet here, Chris, I am going to go over to uh, Jalen Brown here tonight. I'm going to take the over two and a half three point shots made for him here tonight uh, in game two. Um, it's pretty simple for me, man. Um it's at plus odds right now when I got it last night. It should still be there. But he's really been good shooting the basketball, whether it's been from the field or especially from the three-point line. I think he's shooting it right around 54.1% from uh, beyond the arc in the playoffs. Um, sorry, let me rephrase that. So, yeah, in the playoffs, 54.1%. Over the last five games, 59.3% for Jalen Brown from uh, three-point land. He's made at least three three-pointers in four straight playoff games for the Celtics. Um, game one against the Sixers. He only got up 10 shots. We know that's going to change here tonight, that he should get a lot more shot volume as well. But he still ended up with 24 points in game one um, for the Boston Celtics. So, number one. Obviously, we talked about Jason Tatum, who gets the minutes. Jalen Brown, the second guy right there, if you want to call it 1A, 1B, however you want to you know, classify those two guys. Those are your two guys on offense, right? And I think that for a Brown, like I mentioned, he's made you know at least three and four straight playoff games, just three or four in game one. Should have some more opportunities as well. But he's just efficient shooting it. I know he doesn't get a, a lot of attempts. He averages around 5.3 uh, per game, but he's the rate that he knocks him down at, he's a really good shooter from beyond the arc at 54.1%. So uh, for me, for my best bet, Jalen Brown over two and a half, three point shots made again, shop around for the best number uh, because currently right now I'm seeing on draft games is still at plus one ten, um, But at plus odds, I really couldn't ignore it here, Chris. 
Yeah, it's really hard to ignore him, you know. And and one thing about, you know, Jalen Brown shooting threes, you know, as opposed to Tatum shooting threes, and, you know, there's a lot of guys on this team, they launch threes, you know, they play the percentages, is that Jalen Brown typically shoots the better threes, right? He he shoots the less contested ones, right? He gets the open looks, right? So, I, you know, I could not talk you up. I watched them, you know, like you said, clear this number plenty of times in the playoffs, plenty of times throughout the regular season as well. And, uh, you know, if you're you're Philly, you got to – you got to pick and choose your poison in this game. So, you know, Boston's going to generate a bunch of open shots. You know, it's a lot of penetration and and kick, right? So you just, you know, you literally need them to shoot a couple, and then you're just playing the percentages. This this reminds me a lot, you know, of a lot of, uh, you know, first uh, first round uh, Timberwolves mm-hmm. when you were taking uh, Mr. Jamal Murray, who was doing who was doing doing you pretty good, right? Yeah. So uh, it kind of feels like that, right? We're just playing the numbers, and I, I think Jalen Brown goes over this number as well. You know, if I like that look a lot. Yep, 100%, man. So hopefully uh, Jalen Brown gets it done here tonight and P.J. Tucker gets it done for our best bets as well. So game two tonight, it's only one game on the NBA schedule, but it should be a good one between the Sixers and the Celtics. Um, That's going to do it here for the PropCast. Chris, anything else uh, you want to mention before we get out of here, my man? Nah, man, looking for looking for a bounce back spot, you know, from uh, from Boston tonight. You can't go to can't go to Philly down 0-2, especially no. when you're the higher seed. So I look for you know a bounce back there, um, and then also just just uh, I guess honorable mention, you know, if I, I was looking into Mister Robert Williams. I know you talked about his minutes. I think that they you know probably increased just a tad bit tonight yeah. with the, with them being back. I would look at his blocks, you know, if not an official play at all, but his blocks one and a half are plus money. I think one one fifty five uh, plus one fifty five one bet three six five was the best number. And this is a number that he fluctuates with. He goes back and forth, you know, could, could completely go under with zero. But then he typically backs it up with two or three uh, in this series. If you kind of go back and look, he's been, you know, zero. Then he goes to two, zero. Then mm-hmm. he goes to three, zero. Then he goes to two. So, you know, just seeing him be back out there a little bit more. I think this has some value tonight as well. You know, could be, you know, worth a sprinkle, maybe not a full unit but half unit quarter unit on it i think uh you know just in b's presence being back them in a desperation spot at home you're probably gonna see a you know a really motivated robert williams tonight um looking to take on that matchup wouldn't be not to say he's gonna win the matchup but i do yeah. think go over the one and a half blocks you know and uh really that's all i got man uh you know thanks to everybody who's you know watching and supporting as always you know and um let's let's enjoy the games and cashing tickets man yeah, let's catch some tickets for sure here tonight. Uh, hopefully it's a good game uh, between uh, the Celtics and the Sixers here tonight. Uh, so hopefully we can catch some player prop tickets as well here um, for this game. So definitely enjoy it. Hopefully we can get to the window, catch some of these tickets like Chris mentioned. Um, and yeah, man, we'll be back on Friday for the prop cast. Talking about some more player props. Uh, make sure to follow Chris on Twitter at Crispy Capin, C-A-P-P-I-N-N. Follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. If you haven't already, do us a favor. Leave us a rating and review for the PropCast. uh, And make sure just look up on your respective podcast players, whether it's Spotify, whether it is um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whether you listen to the pod. Type in the PropCast, subscribe to us, follow the show, leave us a rating and review. Definitely helps us grow the show. All right, like Like I mentioned, we'll be back on Friday. Till then, good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride.